1395. 5AA. Uh, four minutes after two. Nice to have your company on this Monday as we start a new week. Sitting in for Jade Robert. If you'd like to join the conversation at any stage, you're welcome to do so. 8223-0000. Text, email, or get to us via social media. One of the great parts of a Monday with Jade in the afternoons is when we talk about our state and find out various things that are going on right around, how you can get involved, how you can help. Well, this topic is really important because, as we know through COVID, the entertainment industry was just hammered. Major job losses, cancellations of events and gigs and venues. So many small businesses, too, that rely on the industry, doing it really tough through the pandemic. Well, the South Australian government has launched a $10 million See It Live package to bring the state's live music scene back to life. It is a great initiative. The Department for Innovation and Skills and the Director of Creative Industries is Beck Bates. She joins me this afternoon. Beck, thank you for your time. Hi, Lou. No problem at all. Thanks for having me. This is great. Tell us exactly what See It Live, the support package, does. So the See It Live package is an overall commitment of $10 million. There's six elements. There's a voucher program that's going to provide 5,000 vouchers valued at $400 each, and they're available to eligible live music and hospitality venues and clubs, and they can use these vouchers to pay for professional musician fees for live performances in their venues. There's also grants of between $5,000 and $50,000 to support live music events. And these grants are available to support costs associated with presenting live music events. Um, there's also $5,000 grants to support live music venues with improvements that might enhance their live music uh, or their live music experiences for their audiences. We're also going to provide a grant to the Royal Adelaide Show to reintroduce live music to the show this year for the first time in about 20 years, I'm told. Um, We're also going to provide a grant to National Organisation Support Act, which will support South Australian music industry professionals, and that's artists, crew, and the industry teams around them to continue to access the Support Act Wellbeing Helpline, but it's also going to help Support Act develop a range of industry-specific supports, education and training programs for our South Australian music workers. Well done. And finally, there'll be a live music uh, event uh, cancellation fund. And so while we don't anticipate any statewide lockdowns in our future, not touch wood, um, the COVID-19 pandemic clearly isn't over. So this cancellation fund is intended to give event organisers the confidence to plan ahead and be reassured that in the unlikely case that COVID-19 restrictions restrictions are reintroduced, mm. there is assistance available to help them recuperate costs associated with cancelling or postponing events. It's a great initiative. I mentioned at the start just how hard hit this industry has been through the pandemic, but the people that you speak mm. to, Beck, I mean, you're focusing on the live music here, but, I mean, this sector has done it so tough, have they not, in the last three years? Oh, incredibly tough. As you said, it was the first to shut down and the last to open up, and... When the losses are huge, um, it's going to take a really long time to trade out of those losses um, and for artists to get, you know, their chops back up. I mean, you know, yes, it's, it's huge for all aspects of the industry. What counts as live music for those people listening, thinking, okay, how can I take advantage of this? Uh, well, um, anything that's, you know, basically got a live aspect yeah. to it. So it could be DJs, tribute shows, cover bands, of course, original music. 
Um, so as long as it's you know determined in that way and, and the applicant meets uh, other eligibility requirements, then I'd encourage them to apply to one of those um, those programs. What's the feedback you've been getting so far? No doubt this is welcome from all parts of the sector. Oh, absolutely. Yes, definitely. I mean, um, to be honest, I, I and I tell my team it's uh, credit to them because um, lots of applications are coming in, I'd say, thick and fast, actually. So, um, and the emails we're getting basically are, you know, um, inquiring as to the eligibility, but also it's just about that live music activity um, increasing and the value of that for, you know, it's jobs for our artists and also, you know, the flow on you employ an artist and depending obviously on the size of the gig, mm. you know, there's there's crew around that and the hospitality industry as well. That's the thing that I noticed back through the whole pandemic where you, all of a sudden a gig's cancelled and you think, okay, so it directly affects the muso, which obviously is what this is all about, see it live. But then the trickle effect of the guy who does the sound, the person who does the lights, the venue, the catering for that, the front of staff, the back of staff, like it just, it trickled everywhere, didn't it? And that's why these grants are so important. Absolutely. And I suppose, you know, that's, that's I mean, you know, I can't speak to the political parties, obviously, but the, the focus on the live music industry for this investment is so important. As you said, it was, um, you know, hit so hard. And all of those ripple effects, you know, of other, you know, associated and complementary industries. I mean, anyone that's interested in the economics around this may have heard the figures, but prior to the COVID-19 pandemic, the South Australian businesses in the music and performing arts sector combined contributed more than 183 million in gross value add to the state. So that's huge. I mean, they're employing more than four and a half thousand people. So it's huge. It's amazing, yeah. isn't it? Um, mm. Talk to us about the mental health aspect of this too, because that has been such a one of the offshoots, I guess, of COVID. That with all of this happening and these funds as well, obviously there's there's support programs, and I know we had one of the gigs at the Thebe that was for that too, for road crew, for the people involved mm. on stage. But that's such a, a massive part of it too, isn't it? Absolutely. Um, you know, I mean, COVID had different. It, look, it hit everybody in this industry. Differently, obviously, there's the the loss of income, the severe loss of income. It literally, literally fell off a cliff at a certain point, and took a really long time to to start to you know see any sort of upward trajectory there. Um, you know, and then just as everyone thought it was back on the road, you know, there was another wave. So it's been prolonged and ongoing. And I'm sure Christine will have more of a hands-on. You know, she's boots on the ground in the industry could speak to that but it's not just the artists but it's the businesses around the artists that uh, that have all suffered um, so yes the what support act does is incredible um, you know obviously their well-being helpline has been I mean the statistics around the usage and that are, are huge it's, it's really impressive what they've been able to do right around the country but uh, I think the state government um, support for our sector is mm. that they'll be able to dedicate programs for South Australian crews and artists yeah, I speak to Christine Sloyty very shortly from Music SA, the CEO there, find out about how it directly involves. You mentioned the Royal Adelaide show. I mean, again, cancelled for the last two years. So it's great that you got that partnership with them. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, so, I mean, the, the grant that they're getting from the state government is going to enable them to engage local musicians um, for live music performances. And I understand they're going to be held twice a day both in the main arena uh, and on the main boulevard stage for the whole duration of the show. So that's fantastic. I mean, the foot traffic at the show is great. So especially for emerging artists to have that kind of um, foot traffic is fantastic. It's paid 
paid gigs, paid work for yep. musicians and, and their crew. Well done. When are the grants available and other support that you will be doing there in your role? When do they become available? So they're actually the, the vouchers and the event grants and the venue improvement grants, they're all open now. They've been wow, open okay. for a week. And as I said, those applications are coming in thick and fast. So anyone that's interested, I'd encourage them to jump on it really quickly because they're only available actually until the total allocated budgets have been exhausted. So okay. as long as you're eligible um, and you get through the assessment process, which is really quick, um, it's a very quick turnaround time. The uh, events cancellation fund, the guidelines for that fund will be um, become on, uh, available online in July, but as I said, that won't actually open unless there's new restrictions um, put in place for yeah, COVID-19. Sure. So yeah. you mentioned people are jumping on straight away. Did it surprise you how quick people are? I mean, we're sort of out of COVID a little bit in that it feels like we're getting back to some sort of normal, but I guess when your inbox is full of all these people saying, hey, can we have some help, that brings it all back to reality again. Oh, absolutely. Um, and, and as I said, you know, the... Look, the businesses, you know, presenting live music, you know, whether it's live music venues or, or or other venues, I mean, they're going to be trading out as losses, many of them, for 12, 18 months. So so enabling them through, you know, grants to help um, increase that activity and uh, is, is only going to help their businesses, hopefully, to continue to trade out of that and give them some surety for the future. Okay, nuts and bolts question before I let you go. I appreciate your time again, Beck. Uh, information, guidelines, how do we apply? What do people need to know? So all the information is available online and the website is www.seeitlive.sa.gov.au. Well done. Appreciate your time, Beck. Thanks so much. Have a great afternoon. You too. Thanks for having me. Beck Bates is the Director of Creative Industries at the Department for Innovation and Skills. So this is terrific. $10 million See It Live package. It's bringing the live music scene in the state back with many different ways, as Beck mentioned, from grants and vouchers, mental health, venue upgrades, live music, event cancellations, all of that. We'll find out exactly what it means for those on the ground because the CEO of Music SA, Christine Chaloy T, will join me very shortly. 14 minutes after two, our state on 5AA. It's hard to believe, but by urban bathrooms and kitchens may not be everyone's cup of tea. If you're not fussed by sticky drawers, if you're not driven mad by something that doesn't quite line up, if you don't appreciate millimetre-perfect craftsmanship and service of the highest standard, then maybe by urban bathrooms and kitchens is not for you. But if those things are important, buyurban.com.au. Adelaide's home renovation experts. If you're building a home, the Selector Homes Display Village is a great place to start. Your ideas and imagination will flow. There's nothing else quite like it in Adelaide. Different homes for different lifestyles, all in the one location. Walk through the sanctuary. It's simply stunning. With an incredible Jarrah facade, polished concrete floors and a sensational use of space. Explore the Selector Homes and Building Solutions Display Village, Port Wakefield Road, Burton. Visit selectorhomes.com.au. At Harvey Norman, get 60 months interest-free, no deposit finance from Latitude and receive a bonus gift card up to $1,000. Shop furniture, bedding, computers and technology, TVs and entertainment and more. That's 60 months interest-free, no deposit, no interest from Latitude with 60 approximately equal monthly payments and receive a bonus gift card up to $1,000. Finance only available if you have or are approved for a participating Latitude credit card. Minimum finance 
less than up $1,000. CTs and Cs. Interest applies for non-compliance. Fees and product exclusions apply. Now at Harvey Norman. G'day, Jared here. Let me tell you, nothing is going to stop the team at Wavell Mitsubishi from giving you incredible end of financial year deals. Yes, the new showroom on Goodwood Road is going through an amazing rebuild, but there's no way that's getting between you and a new Mitsubishi. So, enter via Goodwood Road and choose from the entire range on offer today. It's game on for end of financial year deals at Wavell Mitsubishi, opposite the showground. Driven by Australian Motors, LVD80. Don't just send it, ASIC. I'm with Chris from ASIC Couriers, an SA family business, doing great things for your business. Thanks, Rowie. Our drivers all undergo intensive training and the ASIC compliance team regularly audit our fleet. Plus, we use the latest satellite technology to track your deliveries. No matter what it is, we can deliver it safely and on time. Visit asiccouriers.com.au. Don't just send it. Adelaide's 5AA. This is Leith Forest. 17 minutes after 2, this is our stay. We are looking at the $10 million See It Live package, which has been delivered by the state government. It's a group of measures, if you like, bringing the live music scene back. It's a voucher and grant scheme, so it'll keep the industry viable. It'll provide more opportunities for artists and also will revitalise, if you like, the economy uh, of the South Australian nightlife, which we love. Spoke to Beck Bates a short time ago, Director of Creative Industries at the Department for Innovation and Skills. My next guest is Christine Sloity, who is the CEO of Music SA. Real boots on the ground stuff from Christine. Appreciate your time this afternoon. Thanks so much. Thanks for having me, Lee. What does the $10 million CLI package mean for you and your industry? It's actually a really important package and it has come through at exactly the right time to instigate the next level of change. So we know that um, over the last couple of years, and as you talked about with Beck, the, the impact on the live music sector has been really significant. Um, government, uh, both state and federally, did some really terrific stopgap work in terms of pumping some quick relief money through the system and some people were able to benefit from that but we are returning to normal now supposedly um the covid funding is slipping off the table now most of those funds have been expended and we are sort of existing in a post-pandemic environment but what we do know is that things aren't back to way to the way that they were and they're not going to be back to that for a very long time. Um, so what this $10 million package does at the moment is provide a really, I've described it as a, a very simple set of building blocks and levers that um, activate certain parts of the industry and the support flows through and just kind of starts to um, stimulate the industry again to build back up. I've got friends who are artists, Christine, and talking to them through the pandemic, and as I said at the start, it's not just easy to roll into some sort of other industry if your livelihood is taken away. You're the CEO of Music SA. How tough has it been here in Adelaide for musos and for all of the staff associated within the venues, etc.? Oh, devastating. I don't think... Um, we can underestimate just how devastating it has been at an industry level, but also at a very personal level for many, many people. And as uh, you and Beck talked about, it's not just the musicians that are impacted. Live music is an ecosystem and it relies on many moving parts. So it's the artists that are impacted, but it's also the venues, it's 
the staff that are in the venues, it's the technicians, it's the hospitality sector that's connected and also it's those larger events and festivals. So um, it has been really difficult. Many people have lost their livelihoods. Um, many people are still dealing with the mental health aspect and the exhaustion and the fatigue that goes with the scenario like that. And mm-hmm. as I just said before, borders have reopened and venues have reopened and we are able to get artists back into venues and doing what they do best, but it's still not the same as what it was before the pandemic. You know what you notice too when it comes to your industry, always the first to put their hand up to help. If we're going to have a fundraiser for whatever purpose, what happens? Concerts get put on, shows gets put on, like everyone volunteers their time and does the right thing. So it only makes sense, doesn't it, that people help out when all of a sudden, you know, the tables are turned. Yeah, that's exactly right. It's a big-hearted industry, a like-minded industry, and um, there is a very genuine level of camaraderie and support, and people will absolutely help out wherever they can. So not just top of mind with the artists and those around the artists involved, but the hospitality businesses themselves, venue owners. So if anyone is listening, Christine, who maybe runs a venue or is part of that, the assistance that they're eligible for and you'd encourage them to come forward to? Yeah, uh, there's a couple of opportunities for venues and the flow-on effect, of course, moves through to the live artists in the sector. So as Beck alluded to, there's um, a series of e-vouchers that venues can apply for, which covers the cost of professional artists in their venues. So they can um, either talk to bookers or agents or contact artists directly. The criteria um, is very simple. Um, It's not a complicated process. Um, Artists could also deal directly with venues if there's particular venues artists um, are familiar with or have performed in or would like to perform in. There's no reason that artists can't talk to venues to activate the e-voucher through the venues. So it's a really simple online process that, as Beck said, um, the e-vouchers, I think there's 5,000 of them and that covers the professional costs. The other is a small grants program for venues to um, upgrade or provide improvements to their live performance um, environments in those venues. So it could be a staging upgrade, for example, or a sound system upgrade or lighting upgrade. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a number of event, uh, small grants to the value of, um, I think it's $5,000 for venues. Um, and then the other thing that will happen down the track Um, and the details haven't yet been fleshed out as part of the $10 million package, but I know that that information is coming shortly, is um, the Premier's going to be implementing a Premier's Live Music Advisory Council, and what they will do is bring key... What we're hoping it will do is bring key stakeholders together, representative of the industry, and we can use our combined industry connections and experience to continue to build the sector in South Australia. Um, and Music SA, of course, um, maintains a finger on the pulse, so we're really interested in hearing from venues and artists about the take-up rate of the, <coughs> excuse me, the $10 million, um, their ongoing experiences, and what we can do is to continue to provide that voice and advocacy um, for the sector about mm. what the next steps might be. Well done. So without musos, without venues, hard for promoters to promote if they don't have anyone to promote, Christine, they're also coming under this scheme? They are not directly themselves um, 
as such, but they certainly are included. Okay. As I mentioned before, it's the ecosystem around the musicians sure. that is being activated. Where promoters do come into it, I guess, is that there's a really terrific um, events package as part of the $10 million uh, package that enables um, uh, music events uh, to be supported and it will help meet the cost of those music events. So that's where potentially promoters come into play okay. and grants through that particular scheme uh, span $5,000 to $50,000. So that is an entry point for promoters. But of course, um, with those e-vouchers, the more um, venues that are opening up, the more artists are performing and the more work there is for promoters sure. in the business as well. We mentioned mental health and how important that is, not just in this industry, but right across the board through COVID. Have you noticed, is there a change of people, are they still struggling, um, some people, Christine, with what has happened? Are you getting a sense that some people are, you know, they're, they're sort of getting through it now that we are being able to go to more gigs, for example? Oh, I think there is still a very high level of hardship in the sector and mental health is still a really significant issue. So some people certainly are getting back on their feet and things are easier, but that's not to say that there's not still ongoing effects from a level of trauma that people have encountered over the last couple of years. It really has been... Um, I know the word unprecedented is used a lot in the context of the pandemic, but it is really appropriate because mm. the set of circumstances that the industry were dealing with were unprecedented, certainly in our lifetime. And it wasn't just the, the one-off impact of the pandemic starting. It was, as Beck alluded to, it was the 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 uh, rolling lockdowns. It was the restrictions. Um, and they had a very cumulative effect. So we're not out of the woods yet. There's a high level of fatigue, a high level of exhaustion. People still are navigating some very difficult mental health scenarios. Um, so the the package on the table from Support Act, I think, is really important for the industry in South Australia. Um, and the package that will be offered will run 12 months and it'll be a multifaceted package package that offers uh, many levels of support for many different types of people and needs in the sector and it will encompass things like the real crisis end, so the 24-hour helpline, suicide prevention training, um, crisis grants for people who are in immediate and quite dire need through to more sustained educational programs around mental health first aid training. Um, we'll be implementing some First Nations mental health first aid training. Um, there's uh, financial management packages where small businesses and individuals will have the opportunity to learn better financial management skills to help them navigate out. So it's going to be quite a diverse program and um, Support Act are really keen to make sure that it can be accessed by as many people who need it. Such a great initiative. Final question for you, Christine. You've got the years of Adelaide. Is it is the message as simple as just go out and see some shows, not just the big ones, go support the, the smaller venues and the smaller artists as well, just get out there and enjoy live music again? Absolutely, and it's not any more simple than that. It is if you've bought a ticket, follow up with that if you're well enough to attend. Um Support your local corner venue. Support the small artists that are not yet well-known. 
support the big events. You know, we haven't been able to have large groups of people together for a long time, so there's a real celebration in being able to go to small and large gigs, and it really is as simple as um, turning off the TV, putting a jacket on, yep. heading out the front door and finding something live. I'm so you. guilty of that, Christine. I don't, you know, you don't go for a while <laughs> and then you go and see your gig and you go, God, how good is live music? I've got to do this more <laughs> often. And then life gets busy and you forget to do it and then you go again and it's just like this circle that keeps going around. We might need to implement a training package to get yes. audiences back out again. Very good. Well done. Hey, Christine, thanks again for your time. Well done to the work that you and all the team at Music SA are doing. Keep up the good work and obviously people want to find out more details, see if it applies to them, see how they can be a part of it. See it live.sa.gov.au is the website. Thanks so much, Christine. Thank you, Lee. Christine Sloyte is the CEO of Music SA. And again, well done to the government. This is a much needed uh, package that is $10 million bringing the measures to life to get a very, very important industry back on its feet after doing a tough through COVID with our live music scene. And the message is simple. You know what? Just go out, go out and see some shows, have a good time, get among friends. And there is, there's that camaraderie that you have when you're part of a group and you're enjoying people with their talents. They've had to shelve those talents for a couple of years, haven't been able to perform. They're able to adapt a little bit with some online stuff, but nothing quite like being in the venue, seeing it live at the time. Big Bates and Christine Sloty, my guests for our state. If you've been in a car accident and it's not your fault,